I often get asked what my recipe for success is in the performing arts. You know, I I get asked this quite often. Um, I jump on other people's podcasts as well um, as a guest and this is one of the common questions. And the truth of the matter is <laughs> the recipe to success in any industry, not just the arts, is planning well and taking action. Uh, there's something that I have pinned up above my desk and it's something that I truly live by, which is a little poster I made for myself. It says, the only way the plan works is if I action it. And that's it. We can have dreams. <laughs> we can, you know, imagine what life could look like, what our finances could look like, what our community within our studio could look like. Uh, we could, you know, imagine all of these beautiful things and, and dream away, I say. But unless you actually have a strategy in place, uh, then, yeah, there is there is no fulfilling the dream. I mean, unless it happens, you know, by 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 accident. Um, but we don't want that. We don't want things just to happen by accident. I believe in living intentionally. And so with that, uh, I am going to be sharing my recipe to success today, how I plan, what that actually looks like in a tangible sense, and how you two can tap into what I do. Uh, because yeah, like I said, the only way the plan works is if we action it. Uh, now, Another side note, <laughs> uh, last week I did an episode on inflation, save your studio beers, right? And I actually just want to share that I am not immune to what is happening in the world. Sure, you know, I've definitely, uh, I think success is a journey. I don't think there's any final destination on the success train, you know, <laughs> And success is personally defined. It's not necessarily financial. It depends what you define success as, and there's no right or wrong to that. Um, but, like, you know, this year my uh, mortgage has gone up $2,000 a month plus, actually, maybe even going up to two, $2,500 more a month in the coming months. So, you know, I am not immune to that. Like, that's a big deal. And, yes, because I've been able to build a profitable business and yes because I have a good working relationship with my husband where we sit down and we talk finances and we work through this as a partnership um, we are able to navigate the storm but we're not immune to the storm if you'd asked me this 10 years ago if this had happened 10 years ago I mean I'd probably be out in the street with uh, you know a for sale sign out the front and that's the way it would have went down. And that's the truth. And I know a lot of you may feel like that now. Uh, you're not alone. I do know what it feels like. I've lived below the poverty line. I totally get it. What I can say to you is the only reason that I have what I have today and built the business I have and have the clients I have in the community I have. The only reason is because I am so intentional and I believe in planning. And I'm going to share that with you in this episode so that you too can have your own recipe to success. My recipe is not your recipe. <laughs> we could all make bolognese, but I'm sure that we all do it differently. I think, my, you know, my dad used to put sugar in it. So there you go, right? <laughs> 
Do you put sugar and tomatoes in yours? I don't know. It's not right. It's not wrong. It's your recipe. So let's define what that recipe is and jump in to today's episode of Studio Biz and all that jazz. Again, if you love the show, I I say it so often, but really do, I would love you to just take one minute of your time and go and review the show. Go and rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. That would be amazing. That's where most people listen. And that really helps us bump up the the show. And I'd love to see your feedback and, and yeah, that'd be so fab. All right, let's do it. Hello and welcome to Studio Biz and All That Jazz. I'm your performing arts business coach and host, Josephine Lankuba. This show is designed to bring you inspiration, information, and the instruments you need to create and grow the studio biz of your dreams. I will bring you a mix of solo episodes, as well as interviews where I tap into the minds of industry experts. My career started as a performer over two decades ago. I later became a speaker, theatrical producer, and talent manager, as well as having a successful teaching career in singing, drama, and dance. 10 years into my professional journey, I became a mummer of two and with a baby on my hip, opened up my very own performing arts studio. From hardship and humble beginnings to four studio locations and a multi six-figure performing arts biz, I know how to attract students and keep them coming back for more. And in the show, I will share with you my experiences to help you thrive and fast track your path to success. I know you have a spark inside of you with dreams and goals for the future. As your coach and mentor, I'm here to help you step into your limelight and be a cheerleader in your ear each and every week. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk studio biz and all that jazz. Welcome, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, I can't believe it. We're on episode 118. Uh, which is insane to me. Uh, you know, it's been nearly a couple of years now, I think. And I've had so many guests on the show and lots of solo episodes, lots of, lots of joy has come from this show. And I just love recording it for you. Uh, so if you've been with me for a while, thank you so much. And if you're new to the show, welcome, welcome to Studio Biz and all that jazz. Hopefully you will gain some great insights. Now, today I just want to talk about uh, my planning process and also um, I'll share with you later how you can actually jump in in January 2024 online with me and do a group uh, planning session, which is going to be super fun. It's my annual studio biz planning workshop and it is so fun. We're going to work through your 2024 plan and we're also going to do the next 90 days in your business so that you can map it out and, you know, just really, uh, I guess, have that recipe for success and set your goals and your intentions, but also have a strategy on how you're going to execute them because that, at the end of the day, is the key, isn't it? So when it comes to annual planning, um, and by the way, in the session in January, you will get a copy of my uh, template, which is my annual project planner, and your and my quarterly studio plan. So do check that out. So basically, uh, what I like to do is I like to map out firstly a general outline of what's going to happen each and every month for the year that's coming up. So, uh, you know, it this isn't specific dates. This isn't on September the 3rd, we're going to be at this Stedford. That's not what I'm talking about. 
<laughs> I don't know why I put that voice on, by the way. Um, so, yeah, so I like to map out each month the major uh, projects or events that are happening throughout the year that I know of. So, you know, and I say projects and events because it's not just about events, it's not just about the, the show or the recital or the concert, and it's not just about that biggest Stedford that we have to go in the adjudication or the ballet exam. These are important milestones for the year for sure, but we're also talking about projects. So you might be launching something new, you want to sell something, introduce a new class, expand location, minimise your location, um, introduce merchandise, you know, whatever. Uh, these are particular projects that you might be doing. For example, you know, a photo shoot or whatever. Um, introducing an in-house talent management service, like all of these particular projects are things that you can map out on a timeline and say, right, and this is important. This is something you really should be doing in the beginning of the year. And I know December, our minds are a little bit muddled. That's why I do it in January. A lot of businesses will do their planning sessions in December, but for studio owners, December can be quite frantic. So I actually like to do it in January when we've had our rest and we come back for the year because that first couple of the weeks, studio businesses are closed traditionally closed anyway. So I think it's okay to come in two weeks after the new year and say, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to map this out. Um, and so what I would say to you is, you know, what, what, but I would think about January though. Is there anything you want to be doing in January? Do you have a marketing campaign that you want to be rolling out? So, you know, a re-enrollment campaign, for example, um, these are things that could go into, you know, an annual planner, uh, let's see. What did I say last year? What was on January? Let's have a look. By the way, I just have mine pinned up on my desk. Um, so it's always viewable. It's just a, my, my, uh, template is a one pager and I like it that way because I don't, I'm not going to read a planner if it's got 50 pages. I'm never going to look at it again. <laughs> let's be honest. It has to be just like easy. It needs to be one page and easy. When you start going into multiple pages, yes, it's good for mind mapping, doing multiple pages and concepts for sure. But when it comes to actually pinning up a plan and looking at it as a daily reference, one page is all you need. So last January, what did I say? I wanted to rebrand my website and book in our agency photo shoot. Yeah, cool. And then, yeah, cool. I'm just looking at all the different things that I've wanted to do over the year. It's pretty cool. Uh, I even have something personal for November. It says book your 2024 holiday to Japan. See, there you go. Um, I think that it's important to map out your holiday schedule as well. I think uh, the problem that we often find with our annual plan when we think of business is we actually forget about when we aren't going to be working. So I want you to make sure that you make an effort to think about your year ahead in that sense as well and you think about your holiday seasons. But, yeah, so basically, generally speaking, you know, we look through it, we map it out. I talk about the outcomes as well. And, you know, we talk about having a reward system. I do think it's really important to reward ourselves. So as you go through any sort of goal setting um, process, any sort of planning process, I think when you have a reward system, it's really great. And the rewards can be minimal. They don't have to be big. And I talked about this briefly, actually, a couple of weeks ago. It's one of my... Um, seven top mindset tools during show season. And one of them was, you know, to reward yourself, but it doesn't have to just be your show season where you reward yourself. You can have monthly 
goals and monthly rewards set. That's what I believe in. And I think that's really important. So, you know, what are some of the, the rewards that I've written here for different months? Ooh, new set of towels, um, holiday, massage, movies, a good bottle of red wine, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, I just think having a reward system is really, really important. And, and especially because being the boss can be quite a thankless job. And we know this to be true. Uh, you know, no one's patting you on the back. And if you're lucky, someone is. You might have a great tense. Good job. Good job, Joe. You're awesome. Chances are, though, the daily grind is pretty thankless. And we're doing this flying solo. So, you know, sometimes you have to actually pat yourself on the back. And I think having a structured reward system for yourself is amazing. So do it. And yeah, I think that's a great one. So yeah, so I map out each month the major task. By the way, this is not little things. We're talking the big things. So these are big projects or events. We're not talking things that move the needle. We're not talking about make sure you clear your inbox. No, that's not what this is. Or go pick up the costumes. No, <laughs> stuff like that's not on this. This is not what this is. Um. So, yeah, so that's kind of the annual project planner that I work from. I love it and it's really, really simple to follow. Anyway, it's something that I'm going to be sharing on my annual planning day in January. So if you haven't already checked the show notes, make sure you do and book now. That would be amazing. All right, next I'm going to talk about the 90-day Studio Biz Planner and how you can implement that into your business. I think that planning every 90 days is a critical step for success. I really do. I think planning is a critical step. Uh, without a plan, you just, you know, and it's it's not good enough to have it in your head. And I'm sorry to say that to those that do not create solid, structured plans. Um, but if you've just got a mind map, it's just not going to ever come to fruition fully because number one, things will be forgotten. Number two, there'll be no deadline or accountability. Accountability is major, not just self-accountability, but team accountability. If you've got something on that 90-day plan and you're sharing it with team members, whether that be in the office or teachers or whoever, um, or maybe it's just you, there is an accountability factor for that. Like I print mine up, I stick it on the wall, I highlight it as I go. Like I'm quite visual that way. I mean, it can be digital. Of course it can. It can be on a Monday board, a Trello board, whatever. I am just a bit old school in that sense and pen to paper works for me. So, look, you know, I just think if you can do it that way, um, that's great. But having that accountability is key, key. Oh, it's, it's the key to having a great success recipe. It truly is. Because if you're not accountable to anyone else, then you need to be accountable to yourself. And the way we keep accountable is by creating goals, mapping them out, having a timeline associated to them, and actually marking them off and going, yeah, I did that. And that's the reward system as well, by the way. So having that reward system is like, ah, oh, there's an accountability there for you as well. All right, let's, let's dive a little bit deeper into that uh, after this quick break. Do you have a plan for Studio Biz Success for 2024? You're probably thinking, oh my goodness, I don't even want to think about that. I can't even think about the next four weeks, let alone how my year is going to look like in 2024 in my business. But imagine 
just imagine what your studio would look like if you had a plan, achieving everything you strive for every 90 days. Perhaps you already have systems in place and a solid plan for your studio biz every year, but chances are that those goals and plans have been pushed aside. I bet you have great intentions. However, time can get the better of you. And that dedication you initially placed on goal setting sometime back in January 2023 is somehow become rushed and you've passed by your goals this year and not everything came to fruition. Somehow work tasks became ongoing, dreams were overlooked or pushed aside and your priorities got lost when life and business started getting in the way. It happens. It so happens. So don't worry. There is totally hope for you. And I'm here to assist you in planning well for next year. And I've got this, you know, big picture for my business and for my life. But do you have a big picture for your studio biz? We're already at the end of 2023. So don't let it slip away from you. You've totally got this. Set aside time this January with me at my 90-day planning session. It's my 90-day studio planning workshop. And together, I'm going to help you in a group environment. Uh, We're going to work through my annual planner and my 90-day planner uh, template resource, which I'm going to give to you. We're going to work through it and do it together. Because if you want to have as profitable and sustainable studio biz, committing to writing a plan is the first critical step in moving forward towards your dream studio and desired business environment. You need to dedicate real time to set achievable goals. So let's do it. Jump in now and join my 90-day planning workshop this January. Head to josephinelancuba.com forward slash 90-day plan or head to the link in the show notes. Back to the show. Okay, welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. All right. So I've had an interesting week. Um, I'm recording this during the Black Friday sales week. I've never done a Black Friday sale in my life, but I decided to this week. Um, yeah. So I'm just like having fun with it. It's been good, (laughs) you know, for the first time in forever. You'll see me on my Instagram page today wearing black. Uh, it's funny because I always used to wear black. I'm on a tangent here. Don't worry. I'll come back to the planning in a sec. Um, but yeah, I always used to wear black and I used to think, oh, cause black is slimming, right? Black is slimming. And then a couple of years ago, I decided to step into color and live a life of color and not give a stuff if black is slimming or not, because that's the most ridiculous reason for me to wear a color. I should wear color because I like it and enjoy it. And I am the size I am and you know, all that stuff. So anyway, so I wore black today and I wore black this week for filming uh, my promotion for Black Friday. So, you know, adding a bit of black in the wardrobe again, which has been a nice change after being so colourful for so long. Okay, that was my little tangent. Now back to planning. Okay, so quarterly studio plan, the key to this one, and again, I'll be going through it in my um, January event, which I would love you to book for. So don't forget to jump in the show notes there and, and do it. Um, is first of all, we have top the top three goals. I like to say that there are only three goals, 
Sometimes you might slip in a fourth, but honestly, when you start to set too many goals and the goals list for each month becomes a task list or a to-do list a page long, you're never going to do it. And in fact, this is how I work weekly with my weekly planner. I set my top three tasks that are actually moving me closer towards my goals. So this is actually a really big part of what I do. Um, and so, you know, those top three goals are the focus for the quarter and everything else underneath it funnels the goals. That's actually the key. So within the plan um, and, you know, again, I'll work through that with you. We talk about marketing attraction, so student attraction, but we also talk about marketing for the purpose of student retention because they really are two different things. So if you can just sort of see it in that particular limelight, then that actually may be, um, you know, a way for you to market to your audience when you have an intention of a marketing strategy campaign or whatever offer. Is this for retention or is this for attraction? So have a think about that. The next thing I would say is when it comes to planning is to have a team focus And again, when we talk about team, we're talking about your teaching staff, but we're also talking about your admin staff. Have a plan for them too. Sometimes I find that as, you know, studio owners and creatives, what we can do is we can heavily focus on the creative side, the development side, you know, training the teachers, making sure that's okay, making sure they've got the resources, have a team bonding day, whatever but we actually forget about the office support and what we need to do to move the needle in the direction of your top tier goals. Um, Yeah, how we can actually achieve that through our office team. Now, if you are, you know, what is it, the, the butcher, the baker and the candlestick maker in your business and you're having to do all the things and you don't have any team, I would still do this as a strategy. Um, And I would say, right, what are the focal points for teaching and what are the focal points for office? Yeah, regardless if you have team or not. Um, So that's another point that we, we look at when we talk about our quarterly studio plan. Another thing I like to focus on is systems. Yeah, are there any systems that we can implement this quarter to get us closer to this quarter's goal? Or if I look at the annual plan, and I know that we're going to introduce direct debit in May, for example, 2024, I've just made that up, Um, then I know that I would have to start researching and so finding the company that I'm going to go with. See, sometimes baby steps towards a bigger goal are okay. So you might say the goal is to set up direct debit by this month at this time. What can I do this month, though, to get me towards that goal? Could it be that I'm going to research five different direct debit service providers and decide which one is the best offer? Then the following month, I'm going to apply for their service or set up a meeting with one of their team to discuss my options. Like, get what I mean? You can take incremental steps towards the bigger goal. I think sometimes what happens is, and this is why people get really overwhelmed with goal setting, is they think of the big picture, but they're not enjoying the journey towards it or saying, you know what, there's a journey here and it requires smaller steps. And that is totally fine. 
Okay. This is actually part of the planning process. Make a phone call. It depends on the type of person you are. So sometimes it'll literally be, I know myself, sometimes I'll write down on my plan for the day in my weekly planner, I'll say, call the company, just call them, just pick up the phone and make the phone call and ask the question. (laughs) You know, like that one step moves you closer. And I think that's so important. Um, But yeah, systems. So it could be, um, let's see, what did I want to do in my systems? Um, I'm just having a quick look. Oh, okay. Um, one of the systems that we use is with my 90-day plan, it's a, a one-page sheet, is we also add the plan to our Trello board, which is a digital um, organisational software board. We add it to that. It's free, by the way, Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. And in that platform, so yes, I like to have a paper format that I highlight in Office, but we also have a digital format, which we share with our team and you can allocate staff and they can tick it off and you get updates as they're doing things, which is really, really cool. So that's something to consider as well. Um, and the other thing that we also look at when we're talking about our quarterly studio plan is value and customer benefits and customer love. How can you add great value to your customers? How can you love them up and give them benefits so that they stay with you for longer? Remembering as well that this is all feeding into our goals. So if we know, for example, um, we want to retain, you know, I'm going to make it up, 90% of our students, right? So we want to retain 90% of our students this quarter from A to B. Okay, that's one of our goals, for example then I know that in the customer benefits and love section of my plan, what can I do to retain them? How can I love them? Okay, well, I could give them their 2024 what's on um, schedule straight away. I could do that this month and send it to them so they know what's coming up and they actually feel like they can plan ahead and feel really comfortable with the schedule coming up. That's loving up my customers. I could buy them, you know, Christmas cards and candy canes, you know, and um, our teachers could go around in Santa hats and give them all of that. Or we could record a Christmas uh, anthem routine and post it on YouTube and share it on social media for all of the families to enjoy and have a laugh at and feature all of our classes in the video, whatever. There's a lot of things you can do digitally, in person, with, you know, product, so on. Notice that I gave you a free option, which was the creator what's on schedule, okay? The next thing I shared with you was something that cost a little bit of money. So it was an investment. It was a gift, which was the cards and candy canes. And then the third option was a digital offer, which was free, but it was um, showcasing them digitally, which provides that lifetime value, you know, because it's a video that lives online and people get to see this, their kids in studio and themselves on screen and it's exciting to watch and it's super fun. So, you know, it could be a montage of every class performing to a particular track. Or it could be a play where each each class gets to, you know, deliver a, a line, a group line that, you know, puts together a little Christmas message or story. 
you get my point. So it's just being creative and loving up those customers and finding ways to keep them engaged and happy and, and providing wonderful value. Um, the next thing we look at in our planning session is, you know, so we've talked about what the top three tier goals are, but then we talk about, okay, so how are we going to break that down each month? What are we actually focusing on when it comes to program services and products? When we, what are we focusing on each month? Now I only look three months ahead. So yes, I have an annual outlook. So I can always refer to that and know, oh, this really needs a three-month lead-in or this needs a six-month lead-in. But most things don't in my world. And so for me, I'm happy to work on a every 90-day scenario. I think the world is always changing so quickly these days as well. So sometimes it's easier just to look 90 days ahead rather than, you know, 90 years ahead. Um, it is for me anyway. So yes, we have an annual outlook, but then we own, I work every 90 days. That's my jam. That's how I, that's how I exist. Otherwise it's just too much, you know? Um, but that's just me. And then finally, um, two more things that we look at in our 90 day plan is, you know, we look at the finances. Um, and I'll, I'll talk more about that in the session for anyone that's booking in. But, you know, we're going to talk about how you can, you know, have a focus on income or investment. So I'll talk about that a bit further. But definitely looking at those finances and having some goals around that, some strategies and plans in place for that. And then finally taking action. You know, okay, so now that we've done that, what are the, the real taking action points? Um, and, again, the only way the plan works is if I take action, right, is if I action it. And when I talk about action, I'm talking about immediate action. I think that is really essential. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of it. That, that process is really my recipe to success. It's not magic. It's not rocket science. It's none of the above. It is purely sitting down, um, for a couple of hours every quarter. That's it. You know, I spend a bit more time at the beginning of the year, but really I sit down and I just map it out. I go, okay. So, you know, what can I improve on? Um, the exciting thing that I'm going to be going through as well in the annual planning session is not just that annual project planner, but also um, just diving in a little bit deeper on what your personal goals are as well and what your, you know, your big rocks are for 2024. What are the big things you want to achieve, your majors and and what that really looks like and what that means to you and why you want to do that, I think that's going to be key as well because, you know, we need to really know why we want to do the things we want to do to stay motivated because what can happen is we create these plans and then halfway through the year time gets the better of us, we become distracted, life gets in the way, and then our goals and dreams fall to the wayside. I don't want that for you. And there are ways, again, to stay accountable and keep on top of it. A lot of it can happen through support and mentorship. That is something that I provide. But, you know, hey, why don't we start that conversation and really set up 2024, uh, you know, in a way that is, you know, I suppose in the direction of success. And, again, whatever success means to you, and we're going we're gonna to get clarity on what success means to you in 2024 in that planning session. And we're actually going to look at how you can achieve those goals 
in real in the real world you know not some pie in the sky stuff not some oh yeah I really want to do that thing but don't actually ever sit down and put it map it out you've got to map it out right I'm going to help you do that I'm going to step through it after that 90 day annual planning session um, that annual planning session in January. By the way, I'm going to hang back for a Q&A, a live Q&A, and I will sit there as long as I need to to go through um, the questions that people have live on the day and I'm happy to troubleshoot anything you need. So, you know, and, and also just go through things specific to your business. And people really learn from that, you know, when community comes together and, and asks those um, specific questions. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure you head to the show notes to book that annual Studio Biz planning session. It's happening this January, later end of January, um, because I know that first couple of weeks is holiday mode as it is for me. So, yeah, head to the show notes to book or head to josephinelancuba.com forward slash 90 day plan. That's it. Thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, see you soon. This episode was brought to you by my signature group coaching program, Studio Biz Success, an amazing and accessible online educational platform for performing arts studio owners designed to help you grow your business with confidence and get your results. Check it out at josephinelancuba.com along with other great industry resources to help you leap into the studio biz you deserve. If you love this episode, be sure to share it with your friends. You can tag me on social media at josephinelancuba and give it a review. Your support helps the show to grow so I can continue to provide you with useful, informative content. I'm Josephine Lane Cuba, your biggest cheerleader. Thanks for listening and shine bright.